You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. Welcome to episode 142 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm doing well. A little tired, but I'm doing well. The last you heard from me, I told you that we were getting ready to get hit by Hurricane Irma. And that is exactly what happened. We did take a hit, but it wasn't nearly as bad as many others. I got so lucky. The storm stayed just west of us, so we were on the ugly side of the storm where all the tornadoes are. And there seemed to be plenty that touched down in my area, but none close to me. No damage to my home, but there are areas of Florida that are underwater, homes that have been badly damaged, and lots of trees down and power lines. We were also lucky that we got power back rather quickly. My neighborhood has underground electric, so we don't usually lose power, but we did. Only from about 9 p.m. to 7 a.m., we were without. And then we didn't have water for some hours. But I wasn't going to complain about any of it because so many people in my area had to go the whole week without electric. And in Florida, that can be unbearable with temperatures in the 90s plus high humidity. I won't sit here and tell you all the horror stories, but many people lost a lot from this storm. And some people have lost their lives. Some people lost their whole home. So like I said, I feel very blessed right now to even be able to record this all for you. On a good note, and this might sound really weird to say, but we actually had a good time as a family being holed up during the storm. Yes, it was scary, but we knew we were safe together as the house was mostly boarded up. And the days leading up to the storm, and I say days because we did have lots of time to prepare. Like the whole week prior, it was all over the news, and so we knew we had to get prepared. And then for the two days before the hurricane, everything was closed because people had to evacuate. So we just kind of really sat around and waited, which wasn't fun. But when the storm came, we really didn't think we would lose power because we don't usually. When it did go out, we all gathered together and connected as a family, which never really happens because even when we all talk, we don't always truly listen, right? We all have our cell phones in one hand and we only really half listen to conversations. And we're usually busy doing whatever it is that we're doing while we're trying to listen. Then we're glancing at our devices. You know how it is. But this was different because we didn't have the ability to use our phones or get distracted with the TV. Luckily, we had a speaker that we charged in advance, so we put on some music and we talked and we danced and we laughed and we just had fun together. We made memories. At one point, when the storm was not too crazy, we all went outside. Sean grabbed all of us and we went out and ran in it. Everyone was safe, so not to worry, but it was just one of those times that you know you'll always remember. My youngest wasn't with us. She was over at her grandparents' house, so I did miss her. But the rest of the kids even commented that it was a really good memory. And despite all the fear, all the missed work this week, the chaos, 
we somehow found some magic. And I know that sounds crazy, but I think that is one of the biggest lessons in life, to learn to find a gift or a lesson in a bad situation. And we did. So that's what's been going on in my life. Certainly a crazy week, but I wanted to record a show for you since last week. It was just not possible for me. And today I'd like to talk about finding the gift in the storm. I thought that would be appropriate after the week that I've had. I also have a chat with a guest today who has created a wonderful meditation album that I know you'll be interested in, so stay tuned for that later. So let's get into it. Finding a gift in a storm or a lesson, that happens too. There are so many storms in life, times in your life where you feel you can't make it. There's trouble, sadness, loss, a divorce, a death, a troubled child, the loss of a job, relationships unraveling. Life can be so hard at times, unrelenting. And during those storms of life, most people give up. They lose their hope and their faith. They get depressed. They stop trying. They get scared. Shrinking down in the storms doesn't serve us, though. We can't get through life by hiding or pretending something isn't happening. We can't avoid it, hoping that it goes away. We need to face these storms head on. We need to prepare ourselves, follow through, and come out stronger. The way we come out stronger is when we learn from our experience. Every upset in life can be used to push us forward, as long as we find the lesson in the situation or the gift. I told you about my gift with the storm here, but just to give you another example, my oldest daughter. The pain that I felt when she left was unbearable. I didn't think I'd recover, but months later and now years, we are closer than ever, and that is a gift that came from great pain. Now, I'm sure you can think of similar situations in your own life. Divorce, which many of you have been through, is one of the hardest things one may endure in their life. It can be, but the growth and the gifts that come out of it are far greater. I myself became a much stronger woman after my own divorce, more independent and more spiritual. There's so many positives that come from bad, but most people don't see them because they aren't looking. They're too busy staying in their sadness to notice. When we really open our eyes and not only look, but expect greatness to follow, we can find it much quicker. What are some lessons people might learn from a storm? Maybe to have more tolerance or patience for someone. Maybe to learn how to stand up for yourself. You might need to learn a lesson of consequence, or you might need to learn a lesson so that you could use it to help someone else later. We don't always know the reasons until much later, but there is always a reason. And when you discount that, you're losing the lesson that you went through so much pain to find. Some gifts that people find after a storm are better or new relationships, spiritual growth, advancements in career, or the gift of open eyes, meaning we see things more clearly after a storm. So whenever you're going through anything difficult in life, instead of feeling down, I want you to feel excited. Excited because you know that after this storm passes, there will be something beautiful that comes out of it. And the hard part sometimes is finding your gift or lesson. Sometimes it isn't clear. 
We can't say to someone, for instance, that losing their child is a gift. But down the road, there will be gifts that come from it. But someone going through it is in no way going to be able to wrap their mind around that. So you just need to know that you're not always expected to spot it right away. There are some things you can try to do to help you connect to your higher self to find the answers you're looking for. You can meditate, you can journal, just be still, you can pray, or you can seek therapy if you need to. The way to deal with learning lessons is to identify them and then figure out how you can use them to help you grow. With a gift, you identify it, and then you just have gratitude. Be thankful for that gift, that's all. The last thing I wanna point out here is that this is something we should not only be practicing ourselves, but we need to be teaching this to our children as well. It'll help them for the rest of their lives. And we teach them by just setting the proper examples by ourselves being strong in a storm, by showing them how we face trials and how we overcome them. Point out to them examples from our own lives. That is how we teach our kids to get through their own storms. And when our kids do hurt over something, we just need to remind them about the time that we overcame and support them in doing the same. So whatever you might be going through in your own life right now, I hope that today you have a little encouragement. I want you to know that no matter how bad this storm feels, you're gonna be okay. You'll figure it out. You'll come out stronger and happier, a better version of yourself. And that is what we all need to hold on to when going through bad times. We need to hold on to the knowing that things will look up. I'd love to hear if You've been through a storm of your own and you either learned a lesson from it or you found a gift in it. Feedback on that can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com or I'd love for you to leave me a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash blendedfamilypodcast. Now, I'm going to share with you an interview that I know my stepmoms will really appreciate. Enjoy. Hello, I want to welcome Anna Diacosta to the show. Anna is a stepmom, bio mom, wife, and mindful stepmom advocate. Years ago, she followed a hunch and began a journey that would bring her to live in alignment with her life's purpose at the foot of an active volcano in South America. Now things are better than she could have ever imagined, and she's living in the blended family of her dreams. Anna is a mother and stepmother to four beautiful kids, and she married her soulmate, the father of her children. Welcome to the show, Anna. Thanks, Melissa. It's great to be here. Anna, before we talk about your amazing product, why don't you first tell us a little bit about you and your blended family? Sure. So, um... I've been living in Peru for about five years now, and I came here for the first time on a vacation, and I met my husband sort of by a chance encounter, and everything happened pretty quickly from then on. Um, We were engaged within six months, and I moved to Peru and became pregnant shortly after. And so he had two children. At the time, they were three and five years old. And they were Spanish-speaking only, so that just added another layer of complexity to the situation. Um, 
I was learning Spanish at the time. I was pretty fluent, but it was still a challenge to to get along with um, them and, and make sure that I was saying the right things. And it was just another layer of, of nerves on top of everything, I think. And so their mother, um, my husband was separated at the time and she was, she was sort of causing problems in our relationship at the beginning. And I'm really happy to report that now we've, we've reached a place where we all sort of get along for the good of the kids. I mean, we're not best friends, but, um, we do talk with the mother and if, if there's anything, you know, a school encounter or something, we're always there, all of us supporting the kids. And, and yeah, so I've, I've been here for five years and it was a crazy journey. And uh, along the way, what really helped me was meditation. And it was something that I had just sort of gotten into when I met my husband. And so when, when we were at the beginning of our relationship, it was something that I was learning to do. And I think it's something that you never sort of master completely. You're always sort of learning. It's, it's the whole purpose of meditation is just to learn and evolve. And so based on my whole experience, um, I've created this meditation album for stepmoms, which is just based on things that helped me throughout my five-year journey and, and really how I was able to overcome a lot of internal beliefs that were causing me problems in my, in my situation. So, um, a lot of the problems I think that, that stepmoms experience can be sort of dealt with from the inside out. And I believe that by dealing with it that way, that we can be a light for our family and that we can sort of be the change, be the spark of change that, that can radiate outward and affect all of those around us, even the bio mom. Well, absolutely. And I was going to ask you, my next question was, I was going to ask what inspired you to create it, but obviously it was your personal journey. And I love that. I think great ideas usually come from a need that we have ourselves. So that's really wonderful. I'm sure it helped you so much. It's it's going to help many other people. So tell us a little bit more about the album. It's called The Mindful Stepmom, Guided Meditations for Peace and Flow in Your Blended Family. Uh, Tell us what it includes. What's on there? Yeah, so it's an eight-track meditation album, and each meditation is preceded by an introduction to sort of what the meditation is all about. And each of the meditations are basically aimed at sort of tackling a common challenge or issue that stepmoms face. So, for example, um, one of the meditations is called Making Peace with the Biomom. And so that one is all about um, the relationship that the stepmom has with the biological mom and trying to sort of mend that relationship, but beginning in your own heart and mind. And all the meditations are sort of framed in the same way in that um, they begin by acknowledging your negative feelings and emotions. So a lot of times stepmoms will feel in, depending on the situation, you know, resentment, anger, hatred. And so depending on which meditation it is, I try to call up common feelings that stepmoms may face 
and there's all there's space for you to sort of feel and think about your own feelings that you're experiencing. And I think that that's an important part because you need to feel your feelings in order to in order to get over them. So you can't just like ignore it and think happy thoughts, you know. You have to acknowledge what's happening and and respect that. And and then the next every meditation kind of follows the same order. So it sort of begins with acknowledging any negative feelings and then releasing those feelings and calling in feelings of love and peace and, and bringing those feelings into your everyday situations. So, um, the, the inspiration behind this album, uh, when I met my husband, I was meditating and, and I, was listening to a meditation album, which was um, sort of about dating. And it really helped me to let go of my need to control the situation, to let go of my need to, to sort of know the outcome right away. And, and um, I believe that we all sort of come from some kind of a broken family. Like there's no such thing as, as the ideal family, although the stereotype for the ideal family is still out there. And a lot of the the issues that we have when we're older in our in our own families, they come from things that happened to us when when we were younger. So, um, in my situation, I grew up in a family where there was occasional alcoholism and and a lot of codependency, and so I learned certain behaviors, uh, especially controlling behaviors that sort of helped me survive that childhood experience and, and thrive in spite of it. But now as an adult, like those, those behaviors don't serve me anymore and they just cause more problems in my life. So if, if I, for example, want to control the situation, um, for example, how, you know, we go to a school reunion and I want to control how everything goes there's so many different players involved. Like there's the bio mom and I don't know how she's going to react and I can't control her. So, so me thinking that I have that ability is just harmful, um, to, to me more and, and to everyone around me. So learning to overcome those sort of negative beliefs that we learn from our childhood is, is a big part of what my meditation album is all about. Um, and I'll just give you an example. So, you know, a lot of people have conflicts with the, with the bio mom and I'll keep going back to the same example. Um, for example, if, if she asks your husband for extra money or something, and then you'll, and then your husband doesn't take you out on a date because of it, because you had to give her extra money, you'll, maybe you'll start feeling, you know, resentful at first, like, oh, well, why does she get it all? And he doesn't really love me. Maybe he loves her. And, and sort of going down that negative thought spiral and where it usually ends up is negative thoughts about yourself. So it'll start with like, Oh, he likes her more. He loves her more. He doesn't love me. And then it'll turn into something like, Oh, I'm unlovable. I'm not lovable. Why would he love me? I'm, you know, and so my meditation sort of try to tackle that core issue. And by tackling that core issue, for example, in this case, it would be like self-love and, and harboring that self-love for yourself and then for others around you. And I find that when we learn to love ourselves, to appreciate ourselves, other people sort of jump on board. And when we realize our inherent value, 
Mm-hmm. That's when when other people start to realize our own value and recognize it and give us give us sort of praise that we were looking for in all the wrong ways. Well, that's really awesome. I love everything that you stand for. And I've talked about meditation many times here on my show. Um, I'm really trying to get into it. I'm trying to develop a practice. Tell me how it's changed your life and why do you think it's so important for people to practice meditation? Mm -hmm. So it's changed my life in in so many ways. Um, Basically, the, the... the most broad way that I can describe it is it allows me to, when, when something happens, you know, when there is some kind of a conflict or a negative experience, it gives me that perspective where I can sort of just pause and take a step back and not react from a place of, of anger or fear or, you know, those negative beliefs. Like I'm not, I'm not lovable. Um, I'm not worthy. And it allows me to step back and realize that that I am trying to react from those places mm-hmm. and connect with some some higher truth and be able to act instead of react and act from a place of love and and act from a place that's aligned with my values and life perspective rather than just getting caught up in the moment and and reacting with anger. And I think. Meditation is something that people look at and they they sort of feel like it's a little bit wooey or, you know, that it, it's not for them. Or if they don't sit on a pillow and do it a certain way for a certain time, then it's not, they're not doing it right. But for me, what I've learned along my journey is that meditation is a process. So even if you're just sitting down for like two minutes or whatever time you have, five minutes, two minutes. And if you don't have time to sit, you don't have to sit. It's it's all in your head, right? Like there are Buddhist forms of meditation that are contemplative, that are walking meditation. So you, the, the audios that I created, they're not strictly meant for you to be sitting or lying down. So if you can't find 10 minutes a day or five minutes a day to to, you know, lock yourself in a room without the kids and, and the meditation, you can even do it when you're doing the dishes. Uh, if you have time to take a bath, you can listen to it in the bath. And it's just a really, I think a really easy way to get into meditation with the the guided audios, because you don't have to really, you, you can sit or lie down in a certain way if you want to go that way. But, but even if you don't, you're still meditating. And meditation is really just sitting with your mind and observing your thoughts. And that's just the the most simple way I can explain it. And just that simple act of sitting with your mind and observing your thoughts, just that simple practice allows you to, to harbor skills that, that help you reduce stress and increase your happiness. And it's actually scientifically proven. There are studies from Harvard University that have proven that meditation does reduce your stress levels. Um, but I find that the best way to really see if it'll work is just to try it out. I mean, um, I have a free meditation on my website that you have the link to, and it it 
it's the making peace with the bio mom meditation, because I feel like that's just one of the biggest issues that people deal with. And if you're not dealing with that issue, you're lucky. (laughs) That's true. Um, Yeah. And so that meditation is available for free. It's a 10 minute meditation and you can try it wherever you are and see if, if it resonates with you, you know, focus on it, place your mind on it and see how you feel during and after. And I mean, I've had a lot of people try these meditations out and, and those who do have conflicts with the bio mom have all given praise for the meditation and a lot of them have even said that, that that it's already begun to make a difference in the way that they interact with the bio mom and they're more peaceful and they're more understanding of her. And, and I think with all the chaos that's going on in the world these days, we really need people who are more in tune with themselves and more at peace. And I, I'm a really strong believer that world change starts with the individual. So if... Um, you know, if you can meditate for five minutes a day or five minutes a week, whatever works for you. Um, and, and if you can harbor those peaceful, loving attitudes instead of reacting with anger to all the chaos that's going on around you, then you can be that peaceful force and, and impact those around you, starting with your husband, your children, even the bio mom, and, and your family can have a bigger impact on the world. And there's so many examples of that when you see uh, step families who are, who are getting along and making it work and co-parenting, and it's such a beautiful thing to see. And and I would love to get to that point one day. I mean, we're not we're not quite there yet. Um, in terms of our relationship with the bio mom, we're more of like on a tolerant tolerance um, right. basis with her. But I do believe that that it is possible, and it all starts with with the individual. Well, that's right. I mean, everybody has a different situation, and I think even if you don't have a good situation going on in your blended family. If you meditate and you can find that peace within yourself, it doesn't really matter what's going on around you. Of course it matters, but you can tolerate it. You can still live in peace, even with chaos around you. And that's why I'm really trying to get into it myself. And I like what you said about there's really no wrong or right way to do it. I used to think so. And now I'm learning Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter how you do it, when you do it, how long you do it. And definitely, if you're not sure, start with the guided meditations because that's because you don't have to think about what should I be thinking about right now? You know, it kind of just takes you through. Um, I have done these meditations. They're very, very good. Um, We're getting ready to wrap up, Anna, but before we go, and you've already given us a lot of tips, but do you have any other helpful tips for my listeners, maybe for the people who feel stuck or who say they don't know how to meditate? Mm-hmm. For for those who don't know how to meditate, um, there's again, I what I said before, right? There's no right or wrong way to meditate. It's basically just about sitting with your thoughts and and observing them. And the simplest form of meditation is um, without guided audios is just to to sit and focus on your breath and you don't need to sit cross-legged you can sit on a chair and in a comfortable position because if you're just you know sitting there rigidly and uncomfortable then it's going to make your whole experience sort of worse for you but you know just start very gently and 
And you can start by just focusing on your breath, you know, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out. And it's natural for your mind to wander. I mean, I think, I don't know if it's ever possible to reach a state of enlightenment where you don't think about anything. A lot of people think that when you start meditating, you're supposed to sit there and think of nothing. Our mind's nature is to wander. So sitting there and thinking about nothing is nearly impossible. Um, So just you focus your breath, focus your mind, sorry, on your breath. And when you do notice that your mind is wandering, all you do is just notice. So you're breathing in, breathing out. And when you notice you're starting to think about some situation or daydream or whatever, just say, oh, I'm thinking, and then refocus on your breath. So you breathe in, breathe out. And then when, again, you're going to catch yourself thinking and thinking because that's the nature of the mind. Um, so that's the simplest form of meditation. And I wouldn't worry so much about how you're sitting or how your legs are crossed or any of that. Or if you're lying down, focus on your mind and start with your mind and just start observing what's there. Because a lot of times we just get carried away with emotions and thoughts and we don't actually realize until we're like way down the line, what we've done. And we've just sort of gone off reacting and reacting and reacting and we sometimes arrive at a place where we didn't intend to be right um so that happens often when we're in an argument or something like that so just watching observing what is going on in your mind what thoughts you're thinking and trying to refocus on something else so like the guided meditations or something like your breath i find the guided meditations are a lot easier and a lot gentler when you're first starting out. Um, It seems like it's so easy to just start with, you know, start focusing on your breath, but that's actually one of the hardest things to do. And, and it's not necessarily a skill you have to master. It's more of a practice, right? So the more you practice, uh, the better you'll get at it. And it'll also have impacts in your everyday life, you know? So if you practice, you know, five minutes a day, five minutes a week, whatever you have, make time for. I mean, we're, we're busy. We have kids, we have a lot going on. So, uh, it's better to start somewhere than to just write it off and not do it because we think we're doing it wrong or we think we don't have the time. Yeah. That's right. I even say, even if, if you just had two minutes a day, you know, just two minutes is fine. Just do something, um, get into some better habits with it. I've noticed that when I do, it really does help my mindset. And what I love about this product listeners is that it really focuses on blended families. This is not just regular guided meditations. These are for blended families. And it's created for stepmoms who are often struggling the most in blended families. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's from my experience, I would say. And so listeners, if you go to Anna's website by using my link, which is blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash album, you can purchase the album right now and get a $5 discount. So instead of paying $14.99, you can get it for only $9.99. Once again, that link is blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash album. You have nothing to lose. It's a great price with lots of value. If you're not sure yet, right on that same page, you can get a free download to try. That's what she was talking about earlier. It is a very good meditation album. I will add her website in the show notes for you so you can head on over to check her out. And I will also add the link to purchase the album. Anna, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your product with us. 
Thank you, Melissa, for having me. I'm so happy that it resonated with you, and I hope that others will give it a try as well. Thank you. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Full disclosure, this is an affiliate link for this album, and I will get a percentage of the sales. But you should know by now, after over two years of putting out this podcast, I have never had any affiliates or sponsors. I won't do it unless I think it's an excellent product that you'll benefit from. And since I do the show for free, it does help to offset the cost of production, which I pay out of my own pocket. So yes, you will be helping me to pay the podcast bills, but at the same time, helping yourself to find peace and mindfulness. This is a very good album. And next week, I'm even going to give one away from a monthly giveaway. And as most of you know, to be automatically entered to win, you just need to be on my list. And you can join my list at blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash subscribe. All of the links mentioned are always in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening and join me next week for another show. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.